Hello, hello, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Heather. How are you today? I am amazing, John. I had a good weekend. Lots of good stuff came up. Um, yes. So how was your weekend? You had an amazing thing that I want to ask you about how it went um, because you were in a Toastmasters competition on Friday. So how did it go? I was. I was. I was. I, it was It was a great competition. Unfortunately, I did not place, which is, you know, I'm totally okay with not placing because there were so many amazing speakers and so many amazing speeches. But the one thing that, so I put the post out on LinkedIn. I put the post out on Facebook, just letting people know, hey, this is what's what's showed up. And so I just want to take a second and say thank you to all of those that have showed up, right? So we had some of our regulars from this program jump into the contest and they were there wishing me well. It was just amazing to see how the community continues to show up, you know, and you and I, we both talk about the power of community and on a Friday night, who wants to spend their Friday night on, you know, watching a Zoom call, watching people compete in their speeches and evaluations. It was just great to see a lot of familiar faces on the screen and just to be a part of that. And the lady who won, Amparo, um, she, like, she, like, she took first place and she deserved it. She definitely deserved it. She talked about how a pet rat taught her about diversity, equity, and just having a different lens on the world, right? What? And I would have, I know, topic. I know. <laughs> I, I was like, what? Like, we, you know, when we think of rats, we don't think of them positively, at least I don't, because I've seen them in a lot of movies and they don't do good things, right? Unless it's Ratatouille and that's different. But, you know, it was just interesting to see how she took a really simple story of a pet rat and how she was able to turn it into a lesson in terms of how we look at the world and how we look at each other. And it was just so beautifully done. It was just like the, the imagery that... You know, she brought you in. She made you feel it. Like, you could experience the whole thing. So, Imparo, if you're listening to this, you, you like, amazing, amazing. And I wish you the best at the next round, which is the district level, which is pretty much southwestern Ontario. A big chunk of southwestern Ontario is included in that. So, she's going to be competing for the top title. And I'm so excited for her. It's oh just so God. amazing to see that. I, You know what I love about that story? And we, we say this to all of our clients, John. You know, each one of us has our unique lives and our unique lens and our unique stories. And that story will help someone else. So don't shy away from my story isn't good enough. My life isn't exciting enough. My this, my that. Those are all limiting beliefs. They're not true. And, you know, here's a winner for a Toastmasters talking about a pet rat. And, you know, I, I same with you, John, I don't get inspired by a, a rat, but I think, you know, after listening to you talk about this speech and, and possibly going and watching it, you know, I think I would have a different view on it. And especially when it's around diversity, it's, you know, those life lessons are everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. In fact, I, you know, what's, what's crazy is, you know, since we've been started the podcast, I see people saying yes everywhere and it's so exciting because my lens has been changed has been shifted i see it on tv i see it in shows that i do i see people mm. getting in in their own way and you talked you know just before this call started you talked about a movie that you watched that i, I haven't even heard about but now it's on the list so tell us where because it's showing up for you too the same way yeah no absolutely saying yes is showing up everywhere and you know it, it's, it's interesting because you know your your res your reticular activating system is going to look for what you want to find. 
And, you know, yes is a big part of it. So this, this I was, you know, before we got onto this call, the one thing I shared with you is uh, I got a little bit nostalgic and I went onto the Disney Channel and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's see what's here. I don't know about you, but growing up as a kid, you know, one of the things that was a custom in my home, right? I would sit down with my mom, my brother, and we, you know, turn it to CBC and Disney would be on, right? Like at 6 or 7 p.m. That's when I knew, oh, man, tomorrow I got to get back to school, right? Like it was just the start of the week or the end of the week, depending on how you want to look at it. was bedtime right after Disney press, so that's... Yeah, and I I remember that like shooting star that would go over the Disney castle, like, you know, so it was just purely nostalgic for me. So the movie I ended up watching was Chang Can Dunk. And it's about this kid who, um, not necessarily the most popular kid in school, gets made fun of a lot. And um, what was interesting, he wanted to, you know, it's one of those typical stories where he's like, he wants to impress the girl, he wants to beat the guy. And he, uh, he sets a bet with somebody where he says, I can dunk, right? he's 5'8", and I'm like, ooh, that's like my height, right? Like, can I imagine dunking? <laughs> and uh, so I, right away, I'm like, okay, the guy's 5'8", I'm 5'8", I'm like, yeah, boom, right into it. And um, what was really interesting is this journey, right? Like the goal, we talk about the goal and not knowing the how, and you know, what was really evident in this story, in this movie, was he had no clue on what the how was. He just had no <laughs> idea. Like, he's like, I want to dunk, I want to watch some YouTube videos. I want to figure it out. But, you know, what's beautiful is when your desire is strong enough to achieve whatever it is you want, the how shows up for you. And he ends up meeting this coach who takes him through this process that really gets him ready and prepared, creates this blog. Like he, like it's a very modern version of what's happening in today's world where he's got this YouTube channel with his journey and how he's going through the dunking process and what he's doing and all the work that he's putting in. And what was neat was, you know, he finally gets to that day where he's got to do this dunk off and he dunks. He finally dunks, right? But what you don't realize is that he cheats to dunk. I know. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, And then he gets caught in the line. He gets caught in the cheat. And what was interesting is it, 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 it provided a really good perspective on what happens when you face the consequences of that. And I think, you know, around a lot of what happens today is like, like yeah, you can cheat, right? Like I was actually, it was funny because I was in the pool swimming this weekend. And I was thinking about this triathlon that I did last July in Niagara where, you know, on the surface, the guy was, you know, pretending to swim and everything, but the water was shallow enough that you could walk through it. So he was walking underneath and he was like pretending to swim on the top, right? Like, dude, you're cheating. Like, there's no rules around this, right? Like, it wasn't like for a grand prize or anything, but you're cheating. And the only person you ever cheat is yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then there's consequences to that cheat, right? So what was really neat about the movie is I was watching this guy Chang go through this process. It was about the journey and what you pick up along the way. It's really never about the goal, right? And it's something you and I, we talk about quite a bit. It's never really about the goal. It's who you become in the process. It's right? who you become who you in the process. Into. Yes. Yeah. And who you step into, right? So, you know, I think about us and our journey in terms of what we've done and where, you know, where we are today and where we, you know, if we look at ourselves from last year, if you look at Heather and John of 2022 and Heather and John of 2023, I think personally we're upgrades, right? Like we're all new <laughs> versions of ourselves. 
We have definitely done an upgrade. We've we've rebooted the whole system and started, you know, decided to put ourselves first. And it, it shows there's a physical transformation that we've both gone through, but also our confidence has come up, our energy has come up. There's just all kinds of things that have, have gone. But I'll tell you, John, I'll I'll just be honest about, you know that isn't you know a one and done and now i'm i just have everything so hunky-dory and my husband had last week off on vacation so i took some extra time off as well and you know it was really easy to not do my regular routine it it was it slipped away sleeping in a couple days not doing my meditation not doing my push-ups not doing my planks and eating out and it just it just happened and you know i mean we coach this stuff and i have to recommit and restart and i i just want to be honest about that because even through the process of transformation you can easily go backwards and you know i think you're you're in a similar spot because of this sinus infection that you've been dealing with for the last few weeks it's anything can sort of trip us up and we got to be ready for it and understand our why. Why did we say yes to our future self to be a better version than we are today? It's not because we're, we're great where we are, but we know that there's always more we can do. There's always that next goal that we can go after. So I'm gonna say it out loud. I'm, I've am i recommitted and I'm I'm recommitted to myself. So I'm saying yes to myself this week, John. And, and that means, you know, so tracking my habits and, you know, tracking my food and all the, the things that I know work for me. It, it's, it's a formula that works for me. Yeah, no, I, and I love that because I too have to recommit, right? So, um, you know, over the last three weeks have been, I, I, was, I think I've shared it here, just kind of dealing with some health stuff. And, you know, yesterday for the first time I got back into the pool after <laughs> almost two weeks or three weeks, and given that I've got a big event just around the corner, it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, so, you know, a bunch of things creep in. And, like, I don't know about you, but I started to feel like, you know, is it is it worth it, right? Like, sh should I just, like, give up, right? Like, mm. it's so easy to do that, right? And what I realized, you just got to keep going, right? Like, just – and this is what I love about today. This is what I love about today's conversation. It's really around just recommitting to ourselves that we're going to keep moving forward, recommitting to the fact that we're going to say yes to what we said yes to before, but recommit to the yes so we can keep saying yes to the big things. Because I think about, uh, you know, this character Chang in, in the movie and how he said yes to like something that was unimaginable. And the line that came up, and I want to share this with everybody, the line that came up in the movie that I, I, I just love, it's going to become one of my new favorite lines, is every obstacle is a new opportunity. And mm. I believe it's quoted by Kobe Bryant. And, you know, every time you face that challenge, you face that obstacle, you face that thing that scares you, when you say yes to that, you're creating new opportunities for yourself, mm -hmm. right? And it's a great Kobe Bryant, like you think about him in, in terms of his story, I know he's no longer with us, but, you know, the inspiration and the impact that he left on the world, like we're still talking about him today, right? Mm -hmm. So just that recommitment and he, you know, I think about Kobe Bryant himself, he recommitted to his craft. He recommitted to his excellence every single day. I think the first thing he did every morning, or at least from what I can remember of the stories I read about him, he would throw a thousand free throws every single day. A thousand free throws before his practices, before 
he got on the court with this team before he did anything, a thousand free throws a day. Now talk about just recommitting, right? Like and he would do it in his off season, on season, like he would just do it all the time. That's what made him the best at what he was doing, right? So today, maybe today's that day for you, right? Maybe today's that day where, you know, it's March, it's mid-March. I don't know about you, but, you know, a lot of people, at least from what I know, like uh, New Year's resolutions, goals for 2023, statistically 90% of people have already given up. They've given up. Exactly. They, they so, don't, like they don't even know what they are anymore. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I want to go back to something you said there, John, you said, you know, you kind of felt like, is it worth it? And should I move on? And, you know, that mindset is coming from a place where you're not on purpose. You're not doing the actions that you committed to. And no matter what the reasons are, it, that, that just take those away for a sec. So you, you can't make a good decision about your future when you're in that mindset. So, you know, think about the mindset that you're in. And when you're like overwhelmed or full of anxiety or, you know, thinking of things that are causing you stress, that's not the time to say, okay, I'm not going to do this. That's, that's the, the, the time you don't make any decisions in that way. In fact, what you do is you make the decision to just do one thing, to just take one baby step towards your goal, you know, get off the couch, go out, put your jacket on, go for a walk. It's, you're not trying to run a marathon. You're just trying to do one thing. And I, I'll tell you movement guaranteed, guaranteed this, if you get moving and then start thinking about the problems that you're trying to solve, the solutions will come to you. Body and movement together have amazing, amazing attributes. But, you know, the anxiety, the stress, the, the seeing it in your mind's eye, it's like right in the front of your brain. And you're like, oh, this feels so heavy. And I, I know, John, we've got some processes that we work with our clients to change how they're seeing or perceiving it. And, you know, we're, we're always reminding ourselves of these amazing mind hacks that we can do when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling anxiety. So why don't you walk us through one yeah. of those? Because I think it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, Heather. Yeah, no, it's so yes, a quick little tool. And actually it was a great reminder. I was going through some of my material this weekend. It's a great tool just to re reduce anxiety stress if you're feeling it right now. So for those of you that are listening or for those of you that are watching the replay, very simple. Just think about the picture of your, you know, when, when we think of pictures and I think our mind works in pictures. And the one thing I've learned through all the work that I've done is we think in pictures and it's just easier to visualize things. So think about that stressful moment, that, you know, intense, anxious moment where you're just feeling like really stressed out and starting to feel burnout. So here's what I'm going to invite you to do. Just pull that picture away from you and just make it black and white. And as you pull it further away from you, make it more like just make it black and white. And then if there's a sound to it, reduce the sound. Turn it down almost like a knob on the radio. Turn it down to a point where you can't hear anything. And just bring that picture so far out of you that you no longer see it. And what you should start to feel is that pressure, that anxiety starts to go away. Just because you've taken that picture, you've reduced it, made it black and white, reduced the sounds, any sort of feelings attached to it just drift away. And it's that simple, right? Like it really is that simple. And I know for myself, I started thinking about, you know, what's been tense and what's been stressful for me in terms of, what's been showing up from my health perspective. And I just painted that picture for myself. Mm. Right. I turned that picture black and white. I turned off the sound and I pulled it out of view. So I can no longer see it. 
because what no longer is in view is no longer present. Now, the opposite is also true. If you want to bring an exciting feeling, a, a moment, a, a thrill, that moment of just, you know, being over the moon, as you take that picture, bring it closer to you, make it color, make it loud. And you can mm. hear the sounds, right? Like now you're like, ooh, now I'm in the park. It's almost like jumping into a movie, like a, a scene of a movie where you're now the participant. And you can start to feel that through your body. It's like, oh, yeah, you know what? So I ended up doing that with, you know, imagining crossing the finish line of this Ironman in May. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I heard the sounds of, you know, the people yelling and screaming. If you've ever been to any of these events, people yelling and screaming in the background, crossing the finish line, seeing everything in vivid colors and really exper experiencing it in my body and really me being the participant, the player in that movie. And it was just like. It's so it was almost like sinking in and reconnecting with it. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, and because your brain doesn't know the difference, right? You just it doesn't it's, know the difference. It's a massive brain hack that we we don't even know we can activate it anytime because your brain's like, oh, I've won that race before. I and it's always looking for patterns. So now because you've already run that race, because you've already cross the finish line your brain is looking for clues on oh i can do this again because it thinks it's doing it again and you know we coach people all the time especially you know I, i've coached quite a few runners where they're doing their first marathon and you know i always ask them when you think about the marathon what are you thinking of and they're like not making it dying you know falling over like they, they're never thinking of the finish line like that's the missing ingredient so just forget all the other stuff that could go wrong because it may, but or, but it's most likely not to because you're you're preparing and go right to the end game. So you know when you even visualize your goals or you know how what you're gonna do, not how you're gonna get there, but what you're gonna do. Visualize why you're doing it for the mm. end, and then the how shows up, and you just take it step by step. So you know this is this is not like we're we're actually giving you true mind hacks that we use with our clients that we use for ourselves. You know when me and John are sort of you know standing in our own mess messy lives, we'll tell each other, all right, it's time to stand up and step into your future self. And what does that future self, what does the eyes look like in the world look like when you see it through this visual? And I'll tell you, it changes your whole outlook. It changes what you can accomplish. Like, look at my energy's amping up just thinking yeah. about it. That's how quickly it can amp yourself up. So this is a really important thing, especially as we're in, for me and John, we're in a recommit week. It is a time to get back to the basics, back to what we committed to, not forget about our why, and take those baby steps again. So we're inviting all of you, what are you recommitting to? And you know, you can tell us in the comments, you can reach out to us separately. We can help you with that. We can help you recommit. Yeah. No, I, I love I, I love that you said this is recommit week. Right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like a reset week in terms of how do we get ourselves there. And what we'll do throughout this week, just like we did today, we'll share a tool on how to get yourself recommitted. And you know, it's funny because that picture that I painted of myself in you know, at the, you know, crossing, and, you know, I say crossing because <laughs> you definitely want to be on the other side of the finish line, right? Um, but just recommitting to that and, and having that visual, because we know the power of visualization. There's, there's a variety of different books out there that are, you know, targeted towards this particular topic. But when you recommit with the visualization, that's what anchors it in. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about anchoring on Wednesday because 
like that's a whole other powerful tool like blow me away um but yes <laughs> i can't believe we're already at time i know so it's monday so here are the actions and uh, heather i'm just going to repeat what you said what are you recommitting to this week what have you kind of fallen off you know it happens whether it's health whatever life shows up people on vacations people eating cookies in front of you what are you going to recommit to this week and let's make sure we get back on track because we're here to support you. And as we go through the week, we're going to share some tools with you. They're going to help you get there, help you recommit to your best version of yourself. So very excited about this week. I love it. I love it. I love it. So man, I'm like, I don't know about you, but I'm already feeling jacked up and pumped up for this week. So yes. All right. So remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. And with that, we are out. We'll be back on Wednesday, everybody. Have an amazing Monday and drop in the chat, drop, drop in the comments what you're recommitting to or message us directly and let us know. We'd love to know. All right, everybody. Have a great one. Take care.